Okay, okay, thank you for joining us here at FC Radio, I'm the host, with the most, better than butter on toast, they call me Jay the Pounds, and I am Dr. Peasy, Dr. Peasy always here giving you what you need, giving you those remedies, making sure your knees are nice and greased, you know what I mean, with no creaks, just put Vapuru on it, that's all you need, that's all you need baby, that's all you need, solves everything. So we came in right now into a little bit of Jay Worthy, correct? Yup, London Drugs. London Drugs and Jay Worthy, dude. That's um, I think there's some of the some underrated, underrated rappers right now in the game, and they're definitely some of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? As as far as like the cred they get, but they're coming up. They're coming up. They have a they had a Crazy Bone in that feature as well, which yeah. was pretty tight because Crazy Bone's a legend. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Kind of just paying respects to paying homage to the, to the you know people who paved the way essentially. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just how it always is. It's just how it is, man. Hey, that's how it is, bro. Hey, bro, that's the way the cookie crumbles, dog. Whatever, like, that's what I like about, like, artists now is people will get influenced by something. Yeah. By, like, a specific artist, and they'll start making music. I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, everybody's always watching someone else, you know? Someone's always inspired by someone and you can definitely hear it in their music, and it's cool when you can, you know. And they use a bunch of static like eighty samples and shit, like it's just that lowrider vibe, straight California. There's nothing better, nothing better than that rap right now. Nothing better. Nothing better. Not even Little Wayne or Jay Z. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that at all. Yeah, they're not better at all. No. But they're, right now, what I really want to get to you is that there's nothing better than the fifteenth episode of FC Radio. Welcome to our quinceanera. Yes, thank you very much for joining us. This has been an honor. And a blessing. I feel like I'm coming of becoming of age. You know what I mean? Definitely in the podcast world. And just the episodes that we've been doing and accumulating. And uh, there's no stopping. And today we got a little special for you guys. A little sports talk. You know, it's been a hectic week for football. Week 18. Stressful. Everybody. Nail biters. A bunch of close games. A lot on the line for teams. And just crazy. So if you're like into the sports, this right here is just for you. Or if you're into football, because we're not going to talk about hella sports. Oh, yeah. but If you're into the sports, hey, hey, you watch sports? Like, when somebody says, do you watch sports, they automatically don't watch any sports. They watch, like, non-athletic sports, which isn't bad. But What's hey, a non-athletic you, sport to you? I don't know. Can't think of one right now. Every, I think every sport's athletic. You, I don't think so. Um, Let's see. You have to have some sort of uh, athleticism. What kind of sport do you just not need? I guess you got to be able to move your body. So even golf, like. Yeah, now you're right. Bowling, I guess you. You know what I mean? I guess you're. Bowling, bro. I, Kevin Hart bowling. Yeah, it's a sport, right? Yeah. Let's get off that fucking topic, though. <laughs> it's not even. We're bringing you right back to football, man. Crazy. Talk to me about the Raiders, man. 
Talk to you about the Raiders. Your team. <sighs> it's been a rough year. Definitely with the ups and the downs. A lot of downs have happened this year, you know. Tragedies. Things that are just out of left field. And despite all that, you know, I I would I kind of wrote the Raiders off. You know, I've I've been a Raider fan since, you know, I was like eight. So you're used to this. I'm used to the losing. I'm not wasn't expecting much. And, you know, it didn't hurt that bad. It did suck. But then they started. They won their last. They won their last four games. And they did it in pretty good fashion. And they they played with a different purpose, I believe. And, you know, they got them the W's. Even though this last game, the Chargers went six for six on fourth down conversions, bro. How, if you're a defensive coordinator, what are you thinking? Are you upset at your defense? I mean, fuck. Yeah, I guess I would be upset at my defense. The six for six on fourth down, like, the possibilities of that happening is probably, like... Slim to none. Yeah. And... Just what was on stake at stake, and eh. and the thing too is that it wasn't just no like fourth and two, fourth and one. This was like fourth and twenty, yeah, like fourth and fifteen. One was, was a touchdown. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was ridiculous. But at the same token, I know they kept themselves on the field. The defense kept themselves. Yeah, on the field. you know they did have a couple clutch uh, takeaways, but they also had uh, some a couple penalties. They have four penalties total, which isn't too bad for a team. But that's what you expect out of a playoff team right there, you know? Yeah. Nothing more than four, five uh, penalties against you. And I think the Chargers had about six or seven. And that really played a big factor, especially when uh, the Raiders, I think Raiders capitalized on two of those penalties for touchdowns or for points at least. Yeah. I think like a game like that, there's going to be a lot of up and downs regardless because everything's on the line. Yeah, everybody's playing their heart out. Shout out Max Crosby, Mad Max Crosby. Oh my God, number ninety-eight on the Raiders' defensive end. He's just—he's a problem for quarterbacks right now. Very underrated player. Yeah, I think he got snubbed for the. Um, oh yeah. What's it called? The Pro Bowl? No, he—he he got the Pro Bowl. He got the Pro Bowl. He <laughs> yeah. got snubbed for something. Probably like something, Did player, he? defensive player or some. Some shit, but that dude is a hog. Like he has a high motor and it never stops. It's his, cardio is ridiculous. Yeah. Like he's he was there on probably more than eighty percent of the plays, about at least eighty percent of the snaps. That's a lot in the National Football League, especially for like a what is he a D end? Yeah, the big boy. Yeah, weighing in at like two fifty five, probably two thirty five. Probably heavier. Shit. You think so? Moving yeah. like like two seventy five. Yeah, about like two sixty five, two seventy five. Because those dudes are freaks. They're just fucking so big. They're so big and so fast, bro. He's so fucking fast. Defensive line had a great game. They really held it down in the trenches. Uh, secondary needs to pick it up. They want to win, especially against these Bengals. They are a high-powered team. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, we get it, man. You guys punch your ticket in. Yeah, we got to it. the playoffs. I'm happy. I'm excited. Yeah. This doesn't happen very often, yeah. dude. <laughs> you should have heard me last night. This is like a Super Bowl. No, no, it's not. I'm no, just kidding. Let's I'm relax. Just kidding. Let's relax. I got pretty upset. I was like, wait, that was, that was, that was. nah, bro. I'm I pretty think they can get past this first round. Hopefully, man. But big matchup. I'm, I got the Bengals over them, but that's just me. I'm a Niner fan, as you can see. And yeah, we, bar- we barely punched our fucking tickets in. It was kind of like the same way, but different. Yeah, it was. A, I think a, another uh, overtime. What was it? The Steelers at. Uh, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Or Pittsburgh at Baltimore. 
Big Ben heading into his last season. Yeah, got it. Got that win. That playoff spot. Shit, you don't know what happens in the playoffs. That's the thing. You know what would have been fucking crazy, though? If the Raiders and the Chargers would have tied, that would have kept the Steelers out of the playoffs. Yeah. That, 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 uh, that almost okay. happened. And it was a possibility. Yeah, and the coach called a timeout, huh? So you guys. Oh, I wanted to get into that real quick. So the Raiders were playing. They were running the ball, right? You know, last minute in the game. It was tied at 32-32. 32. The way they were running the ball and the way they were watching the clock, they weren't. I don't think they were worried at all about the clock. I don't think they had any issue both teams going to the playoffs. I yeah. really don't think that. As you can just tell, like, you know what I mean? They well, weren't Carr like... said it after, huh? I, I don't... Actually, I, I didn't see the... Uh, the... Him, his press conference, but I did see um, the head coach and, and Brandon Jacobs kind of talk about it. They Josh didn't really, Jacobs, who you don't even know. Josh name. Jacobs, I, I, bro, you did, you called, did this shit last. It's episode. live on the episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's Josh Jacobs, man. Jeez, Louise. But um, they talked about it a little bit. I think that they were gonna. They didn't mind the tie as long as they got in. They didn't want to risk anything. The risk's a big deal. You kick a you kick a field goal from a certain amount of distance. What are the possibilities? What can happen? You know. A lot. Dude, you could fucking. It could get blocked. It could get returned. There's a lot that could happen. But with that being said, man, we're both in. We're all in this uh, playoffs, 2022. And the Cowboys are there too, man. A lot of a lot of fans from that team. That's pretty wild, man. Just the top three teams that I think are just fan favorites. Yeah. Like the, ni- the pl- Niners, Cowboys, and Raiders. Like here in Cali especially, I think that's all the fans we have. To be ah. a couple Steeler fans, you know, like, a couple you know? the percent is small for the other, you oh, know? yeah, but the majority, those three right there. Yeah, congrats to everybody who did get into the playoffs. What a wild week of football! You know, what a way to end it. It's uh, it it was just crazy. The Jags upset the Colts. That was wild. You know what I mean? Twenty six to six or something like that. Twenty six to three. It was. Fuck. They fucking they put on a fucking show. They blew their chances of winning. Mm-hmm. Going to the playoffs, crazy. Who, who? What are the matchups? We got the Bills at Patriots, uh, Raiders at Bengals. Bengals. We have uh, Bucks at. Oh no no no! They're second seed. So where are they at? What's they're it? playing the Bucks. Fuck, I don't know who's playing, bro. I know the Niners are playing the Cowboys, and the Bucks are playing the Eagles. Oh yep. And then the uh, there's one more game, the Packers and. Now nah, the Packers are already clinched. Oh, they got their bye. Yep. So the Rams and Cardinals are playing. Rams and Cardinals. Yeah. Who do you got there? That's a that's gonna be a um, it's gonna be a showdown as well. I think. I kind of want the Rams to win. Rams. Yeah. That'd be cool. The rivalry. They're in the same division, so it should be a good game. But this fucking Niners Cowboys game is gonna be crazy, bro. I'm already knowing like people are gonna be talking hella shit. Hell yeah! There's gonna be fights at that game. How crazy! You're gonna see a lot of red in that Dallas stadium. You think so? Dude, they took over the whole SoFi in L.A. The Niners fans? There were there was more Niners fans than Rams fans at that stadium. That's pretty wild. And they were all, like, chanting, and it was like, Matthew Stafford couldn't hear shit because the Niners fans were loud. That's the kind of the environment you want to play in, man. That's, a whole, that's, like, literally home field advantage for the Niners. Yeah, and it was like that, like, the previous years when they were playing at the Coliseum, uh-huh. USC Stadium. It's crazy, man. But that's wild. Shout out all the teams. Shout out all the teams. Um, 
but uh, with with uh, the playoffs coming down, do you have a top three teams that you kind of are gonna go with? Yeah. What are well, your top three teams? Well, obviously, my Super Bowl favorites is gonna be the Niners. Mm-hmm. That's my team. They punch their ticket in, and I know anything's possible. Even if it doesn't happen, I still want them to overcome some shit and take it. But other than that, I wouldn't mind seeing Brady win another one. Just fucking yeah, honestly, stack another ring. Mm-hmm. Tampa Brady is a whole nother animal, man. And and um, when he was in the Patriots, he was like on timeout. Like I don't know, it was just a real strict uh, organization right there with Bill Bill Belichick. Yeah, it was a regimen. Like mm-hmm. just punch see, in, punch out, get to work, don't fuck around. No media, no nothing. Like yeah, which is cool, but. Uh, these players need to be able to have fun too. So, Tom Brady in Tampa. Yeah, he's I wild. He's a wild man. And then also have the Bengals. The Bengals as well. Yeah, they're a young ass team. Two thousand yard receivers with uh, Jamar Chase and uh, T Higgins. Thousand yard rusher with Joe Mixon and then Joe Burrow's just fucking putting up an unbelievable season. Correct. You are right, man. But you said a key factor: young team. Young team. That's the thing. Yeah. So, that's what that plays. That plays factors, especially in playoff football, man. Um, the Raiders were victim to it a couple of years ago. A very young team made it to the playoffs. Derek Carr got hurt. You know, it happens. It happens. You, you guys are have more vets, I think. If no, you guys it, win, I think it's going to be because the vets. Kind of be or and I, we're we the Raiders tend to play in pressure situations, pressure games. You know, they're going into overtime quite a bit. Yeah. Come back fourth quarter. It's it's kind of a. It's kind of who they are. They kind of found their identity. They 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 don't stop. They're relentless, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like whether they win or lose, they're always like. They play up to the hype, tiny teams hype. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just have a tendency sometimes to play below themselves. That's when they get into trouble, mm-hmm. you know. But, what would I say my top three are, man? Mine would definitely be the Raiders, you know, because that's what it is. It's the nation. I definitely want to see Brady win another one just because I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Whatever. I know I'm a fucking Raider fan, but as a human, to see him go and late in his career to Tampa and play with Gronk and play with all these people and just to see him actually let loose and have fun. We might not see this again. It's dangerous. It's a long time. It's dangerous. You know, this guy is a, he's a fuck, he's the fucking goat. Like literally the goat. There's nobody else who, I don't know who will touch his um like just his accolades his, all his accolades yeah exactly uh, i don't know it'll be a while it'll definitely be a while so that'll be my second team man who else is in this shit um we got the cowboys the niners the packers the rams cardinals the afc got steelers bills titans titans got the number one seed you want the, the Titans? if i wouldn't mind seeing the titans win do you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be a pretty fucking dope to see Derrick Henry get a ring. Yeah, he's supposed to come back for playoffs too, so. Yeah. That'd be tight, but fuck. I, the only reason I wouldn't want the Titans to win because their quarterback is trash. What keep Tannehill, what? he's just. Tannehill? That's funny. Dude, That's who their quarterback is? Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I wouldn't mind fucking around seeing the Bills go either. Yeah, Josh and actually win. Yeah, and actually win. The Bills, just the whole organization in itself, that it do, it boosts Buffalo's morale. Shut up, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo soldier. I was thinking about Buffalo wings. Oh, fuck. We're in like two different. Yeah, I was like, I was literally thinking about like just eating wings in cold weather. But we were thinking Buffalo. 
Exactly. Great minds think alike, a little different, but hey. It'll get you somewhere. <laughs> get you to Buffalo. But yeah, man, as we um, talk a little bit about football, wanted to give our flowers uh, to John Madden, man. Yeah, rest, rest in, in peace. peace, John Madden. He was a great coach throughout the years from 1969 to 1978. He coached the uh, Los Angeles Raiders, then Oakland Raiders, I believe. Did they transition yet? I don't think they did. Um, but he was a great coach. Coached a bunch of great players. Created Madden the game. Uh, Dude. He's he just has, the fucking man. He has a whole resume filled up. Goat Hall of Fame. He has a career record of 112 wins, 39 losses, and seven ties. I mean... Say that, say that again for everybody. 112 wins, 39 losses, and seven ties. Jeez Louise. They were tying back in the day still, too. Yeah, and like... One championship Super Bowl or two? He, he has one. He has one? But, dude, some people don't even get one. Look at Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dan Marino. Yeah, he's a Super Bowl champ, created the game uh, Madden. Yeah. And that shit's just a staple. EA Sports. It's in the game. Literally. But... Yeah. I I remember playing Madden uh, 2006. Donald McNabb, Donald, uh, Donald McNabb on there. Bro, that was my favorite one. No, to, literally, I don't. 2007. I don't know why 2006 was my favorite. Maybe it's like one of the only ones I got. I got 2012 too, but I wasn't like meh. Dude, that game was so tight. I'd always play with LT. His spin move was nasty. Yeah. That shit worked every time. That's why I liked it. He was like OP on that game. Literally, I would just pick the Raiders and I just run the ball. <laughs> Who do they have? Fucking um, I don't even remember at the time. Oh shit, not like two thousand six. I don't know. I don't remember. They were went through so fucking many running backs, so many quarterbacks, so many head coaches. But was um, it Justin Fargus? I'm not. It sure. might have been. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. He was pretty tight. He was cool holding it down for the Mexicanos or Cubans or whatever he was. Yeah, I like that Madden. Uh, Latinos. Madden 09 game. I don't mean that with no disrespect. Whatever he was. Whatever he was. Hey, did he just say whatever he was? He's not respecting my gender fluidity. I'm just kidding. Well, tell us, man. What are you, Justin? What are you? Nah, but fucking... 09 was probably one of my favorite ones. The Drew Brees cover. Mm, never played it. Yeah, I think that was a little bit past your time, you old fella. Yeah, no, I was a... Uh, what do you mean, old fella? I was a sophomore. <laughs> I know, I'm talking shit, bro. <sighs> what do you mean, bro? I was still in high school. <laughs> For real. But yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Deshaun Jackson was a fucking beast in that one. You just bomb it to him, he'll just catch everything. He'll burn everyone too. But what sucked about him was that he would always get hurt in that game. That's when they first put those oh, injuries Oh, when you'd in. be able to get injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the first year they did that? I think that was one of the first ones. I'm not sure. But his injury risk was so high. Like, I'd have like five catches for like 200-something yards, three touchdowns. And before halftime, he'll be hurt already. So I couldn't let him get tackled. It fucking sucked, though. But it was... run out of bounds? Yeah. That's some real shit. No, but just, you know, John Madden, appreciate you. Everything you did for the game. You know, it's wonderful. It's, it's... He... And he's always just been, like, the strong kind of silent type. You know what I mean? Like, he will talk and commentate when he was able to. Mm -hmm. But, like, other than that, he was never spreading shade on nobody. You know He wasn't. He, he was one of those... uh those commentators that you were excited to hear yeah no definitely none of that you fucking bullshit uh what's his name uh chris collinsworth you don't like him i fucking despise him because he's always so i don't like that dude uh booger that fool shot who is it who's that the, the he's a black guy the bald one 
He always does stupid ass points. Booger? Yeah, it's a booger something. <laughs> but that's the only one I don't really like. But I mean, they're all pretty tight, man. Fucking yeah, that Chris Collinsworth, a fucking hater. Like he'll give accolades or give his little praise to uh, the Raiders every once in a while. But hearing him throughout the years call Raider games, bro. He's just a fucking hater. He's like, yeah, they're just, he just lay into him. When they were doing horrible, he was, <laughs> would lay into him, bro. I'm like, dude, just give him a fucking break. This is your six. Get over it. For real. There's, there's those uh, commentators that always dick ride certain players too more than others. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that's just in human nature. Yeah, but it, it's just funny. Like, they'll throw shade at this quarterback that's pretty good, but they just don't like him. And then they'll be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, this, the best player ever. Yeah, you, you can just tell the difference. Like, when it's a Raider game and they're playing the Packers or they're playing the Patriots, you know who's going to get they'll the They'll hype them up. Like, Yeah, throughout the years, the Raiders were kind of, you know, a, a, a slapstick team. Like, a not a very great team. You know, people can come in, roll over them, do a whole bunch of shit. That probably just stopped. No biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fucking tough being a Niner, uh, Raider fan. You must said Niner. I I said it because I was I don't know why I was just because it's it is tough being both. Yeah, no, literally I was like both teams kind of fucking were whole, were kind of trash to watch for some years, you know. But uh, like we were speaking about the uh, commentators, I like how they're kind of changing the game with it. Now they're throwing in Payne Manning and Eli Manning, and he's bringing in people to his own show, and he's commentating the whole game, you know. And they're not just talking about the game; they're also talking about other shit, you making know, you laugh, having Snoop on there. Having Marshawn Lynch, like, bro, that shit's fucking organic. No, they're they're doing it right. They uh, somebody obviously gave them a hand. They leaned into this aspect of the football world, still being a part of it, retired. But you know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. You, being around the sport you love, you create what you, you create something for you to do, man. What's something you love, and that's fucking great. Making money off something like that, of course. Let's do it. It's tight. Tight like a tiger. Tight like a tiger, yeah. What uh, what brings us to our next uh topic, my friend? Man, you know what we got next? We got a fucking heavyweight match. Do we really? Hold up. I'm gonna give it to our commentators that we invited today. Welcome everybody here to Lucas. Oil Stadium, sponsored by Full Circle Co. Lucas Oil Stadium, house of the Olympic, of the Special Olympics. Excuse me, Jack. I make sure I want to get that clear. Home of the Special Olympics there. Thank you very much. No, Gibby. Those were actually located at Eunice Kennedy Shiver Stadium, located in Brockport, New York. Well, I'll be damned. Ain't that right? Yeah, it is a nice day outside, 85 degrees, and the block is hot. If you leave your car out by 9 p.m., your windows might get popped. Oh, better watch your windows, okay? Hey there, Jack. You know, uh, we got a real clash of the Titans here, to say the least. We got a bunch of heavyweights, you know, that are just going to put it all on the line, and we're just going to break down a couple of... Versus segments. Yeah, we're going to break down a couple versus segments, just like Jack said. And, you know, it's a night to look forward to. So we thank you here for joining us tonight at Lucas Oil Stadium, not the home of the Special Olympics. Back at you, Aaron. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to FC Radio. 
on today's versus match, we got Lil Weezy, Lil Weeziana, Lil Wayne, and the one and only Jay Z from the Brooklyn streets. Jigga. <laughs> Fuck em, fuck em, fuck em. Even if they celebrate, I know the game is crazy as all right so you know these big clash of the titans here that uh jack and gibby were explaining to you earlier you know they we got me and me and pz kind of came up with it right so pz mentioned it to me this that the other we picked three of our of our bangers of what why we like the people and you know i picked this is my first song right here i'm me i have some notes on this guy too don't think i'm just gonna give you some no no kind of shit nah i got you right here real quick um, I think I have the date when it fucking dropped. I'm not too too sure, but uh, yeah, this was off the this was off the leak 2007. I'm me. Check it out. Okay, this is gonna be a. It's gonna be a three songs, three bangers from both artists. So this is a hard one to come into. This one, this one uh, honestly reminded me of getting dressed in the morning for high school, and that feeling of just trying to just. Ugh. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. I, I, it's what it was for us in high school. You know what I mean? We had was our identity, is how we dressed, you know, how we vibed, what we had in our ear, playing in our earphones, you know, and how we related to it. All right, man. That's a that's a good one right there. Yeah. What would you give that song? Uh, one through ten. Um, damn, that's a real question. Eight. I like an eight. Yep. I like an eight. I got, I got, a, I got an eight right here, man. All right, that's a solid eight. We'll see what your second banger has from Lil Weezy and Wait, we're not going back and forth. Young Tunchi. You we're don't go back and forth. Back and forth, man. We're just playing oh, dude, everybody's gonna listen to Jay Z last. And they're gonna be like, oh, that Jay Z one. Okay, know. we'll go back and forth, man. Fine. Yeah, we got to, we got to, man. It's punch for punch. You know I what I mean? You, we're I in the you. ring, mano we mano, mano we mano. All right, so for for Jig, we got. The next song right here. Shut Dead up, Presidents Chico. 2. Off Reasonable Doubt. Who want to bet us that we don't touch letters? Stack cheddars forever. Live treacherous or the exeteras. To the death of us, me and my confidants. We shine, you feel the ambiance. Y'all niggas just rhyme. Body else though accumulates like snow. We don't just Okay, I see you, I see you. You feel me? Factions from the other side would love to kill me. Switched up the beat, but switched, switched it up completely, but still on that same kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like this song right here. That's a good intro, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic right there. That president's too. Jay-Z. I love this beat too, bro. I like I like freestyling to it. You do bring it up a lot, honestly, when we do freestyle. When were you playing this heavy? Like, when, when did this start... When was this on repeat for you? Damn, I was probably like in high school when I really did start understanding music a little bit more where I had to go back to the foundations of it and, you know, pay my homage to understand all this shit. 
know, if I didn't really uh, listen to all this, I wouldn't have uh, want to do something like that, you know? Like this uh, three-song verses, Wheezy and Jay-Z. But I was in high school when I first tapped into this. But lyrical wordsmith. I like to call him Mr. Jigga. Jigga. So yeah, man, let's uh, let's hear what you got next, man. Yep, yep. I, I actually see. give that song like a. I want to give it a day too. Do you want to give it an eight? Yeah, right, we'll give it an eight. We'll give it an eight. All right. So your song, you got it. You got it over here, written down. Yeah. You got it. The eight next to it already. Yeah. Write it down. You got it. You already got it logged in. Lock it in, bro. Lock it in. You told me to write it down. You don't have to write. <laughs> you were like, write it down. It's because you're the you're the you're keeping up the score. You got oh, the scoreboard. Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, I don't have all your song names over here though. And right now we're tied eight eight. Eight eight. Okay. Don't be the one to hate. It's funny because my songs kind of go in an evolution, but like in different order. It's funny. <laughs> My leather's so self, my top's so self I probably have it all, these niggas so self And I go so hard Bitch, I go so hard She said my leather's so yeah, this is gonna be like father, uh, like father, like son, 2006. Uh, the song is "Leather So Soft." Uh, it's Lil Wayne and Birdman. Talking about. I don't know what it is, man. Just Lil Wayne and this song. When I, it was just, I think it was just because it was heavy and in, uh, in high school for me. You know what I mean? It was dropped in 2006. I didn't get to high school in 2008. But I started, this was like heavy in my rotation, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is one of my favorites too, bro, I'm not gonna lie. that I'm still with real tight with today you know turned into brothers you know just Chewy was playing it P was playing it Tito was everybody was playing it you know what I mean well, you know it, it was just the, the vibe it was the vibe what would you like to uh, give this song uh, let's see for this song oh man I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a 9 for that one dude a nine? Yeah, I can't give them the ten yet. Just because, honestly, I'm thinking about hella other songs that I would have probably picked in this another one. This, then my, and this other choice. This, this another one. Fuck. So you I can't even speak English very well. Um. Yeah, I'll get to my third choice right now. But I'm gonna give it a solid nine. A solid nine. Solid nine. Nine in my book. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I like to give it a nine too. Yeah, I want to give it the ten, but. I feel like there's harder songs with Lil Wayne by himself. I think Lil Wayne, I think Birdman, he has a good verse, but it's hard to go after Wheezy. And then Wheezy finishes it so strong too. Yeah. I gotta die with it, bro. I was born with it. Like, that's just hard, bro. No, yeah, it's a, it's a hard song. It's a dope song. But I have to give it the solid nine. Solid, solid nine. nine? Yeah. Let's go. All right, man. So for you, we got the. 
last choice. So this is going to be the your last pick, right, for Jay-Z. Jigga. I got one more. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Last pick. This is your last one. This is my second one. Is it? There's three. Oh, yeah, this is my second. Motherfucker. Try <laughs> 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 yeah, man, uh, you're only getting one more. <laughs> That's it. I'm beating you by 10 points. Oh, fuck. All right, go for it. My bad, my bad. But, uh, Here's your second. This is PZ's second choice here. My stand corrected. Yes, sir. And the next one will be... Well, I'm just trying to stay above water, you know? Stay busy, stay working. I was talking like, the key to this joint, the key to stay on top of things is to treat everything like it's your first project, you know what I'm saying? Like it's your first day, like I wasn't even an intern. Like, that's how you try to treat things. My like, first song, Jay-Z, on. The Black Album. <laughs> Why you don't stop, y'all wanna know why you don't flop? Let me tell you, people, why I came from the bottom of the block. I, when I was born, it was sworn, I was never gonna be shit. Had to feel the opposite, I was bitch, had to get my pride on. Eyes on the pride, Sean knew I had to, had to, had to get these chips. Had to make moves like Elijah Wong, started out selling dimes and bricks. Graduated to a brick, no exaggeration, my infatuation with the strip. Legendary like a schoolboy, crush on any, any, every, every chick. Every shit. That's how schoolboy got whipped and got left on some chest. Me, myself, and I on some true boy shit. Had to voice to a place up, to a place of no return. Had to play with fire and get burned. Only way the boy ever gonna learn. Had to lay way in the cut till I finally got my turn. Now I'm on top in the spot that I earned. It's, it's my life. It's my pain and my struggle. The song that I sing to you is my, my everything. Treat my, my first like my last and my last like my first. Yikes, that is a banger, bro. Yeah, honestly, That's a banger. man, I remember first listening to this shit. I was like in high school, it's when I first started playing basketball. And like, one of the homies has put me on, one of the coaches put me on a little, I mean, not on Lil Wayne, on a Jay Z, a little heavier. And uh, this was one of the songs that he showed me, and I was like, damn, this shit's tough. Like, yeah, it's a tough ass song, bro. Jay Z, he's a, he's a hustler. You know what I mean? And that my first song is like, that wasn't his first song, but it's like, that was your he's, first gonna, song. He's, he's gonna treat it, his first song, like his last. Like, he's just going all out, you know, straight hustle mode, right? Yep, exactly, man. He set the bar, and you can tell where he's at today. You know what I mean? Just what he's accomplished. Yeah. All his accolades. He's billionaire. He's the fucking man. Yeah. Like, everyone wants a song with Jay Z. What do you say, turn a rock to a brick? Turn a rock to a brick. Yeah, dude. Like, if I don't know about his personal past life, I don't know what it was, but if it was from that to now, this dude, fucking buying art and selling art, talking about fucking buying paintings, bro. Not only paintings, digital shit too. Yeah, no, but he was. A, my brother was telling me about like a quote, something about like just paintings and how that's what he was into. I forget. Anyway, I believe you. But you know, back to the matter at hand. What would you give that song? What are you rating it? I honestly, I want to give it a ten. When he switched up his flow, I knew that was a 10 song. That was a banger. Yeah, like, yeah. if he would have sta stayed with the same cadence, it would have been a cool song, but he switched it and flipped it real nice and bro, it and came smooth. hard. It was smooth, but, like, the shit he says. How to make moves like Elijah Wan? Yeah, dude, what? Yeah, you get a 10, man. Your second one's a 10. All right, man. Jigga. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up by a, a point. It's all right. It's all right. I got one more song here. Hopefully, hopefully we uh, we rise to the occasion. If not, it's completely fine. 
This is a fictional Fictional little fucking war we got going on here Amongst ourselves Like in basketball In our warm up lines This was just like Wheezy like Coming at you You know what I mean Unless you about to Suck my dick Bitch Nasty Spit it back at me Off the Carter Three, dropped in 2008. That was my freshman year, going to my sophomore year. It was this was the song, man. Dude, this shit. This song is hard, bro. Like you can't even, you can't hate on it or anything. Like, yeah, it was a uh, Tunchi fuck fuck this shit up with it when this song came out. When this album came out, actually, he took over. Dude, it's whole this whole fuck when this album dropped, bro. He had everybody just waiting for what was next. Lil Wayne was at the top. He was at the height of his career. He and was on the cra- he was on the top of rap. Yeah, I don't height of his career or would you just say top? Yeah, of, yeah, right. His career like, and rap because he has a long career. Like he was rapping at a very young age, and he was like again make when he first came up with Birdman. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So just in that time, he was just controlling hip hop. You know, rapping with Drake, Nicki Minaj. Fucking wow, Mickey Minaj, Mickey Minaj. Nah, but yeah, bro, that dude is a fucking animal. Like, I think he has, he's one of the only people that I seen a transition in, in his career. Like, he he didn't necessarily kept the same style, but like he evolved as the times changed. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, make sure you're relevant, and he's still relevant yeah. today. Yeah, and he's still relevant. Yeah, still being talked about. Still. Wheezy. But yeah, man, what what do you give that song? See, so that was the song that kind of I was iffy about from the first place. But you're like, you might win it with it, but you might not. But it's like. Nah, not even that. Like, I felt like I like looking at my other two songs. I feel like at the beginning, I felt like those were heavier songs. Right. Yeah. I probably could have switched. I'm me for a different song, but that's okay. I'm going to give this song a 10 for me, bro. He comes ten. out and he, cause he, he like attacks it. It is a statement song, another statement song off his album on that album. And it's, a. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's a 10 for the me. Carter, the Carter three album. Yeah. Three P 
a 10 for me too because dude the metaphors in that one's crazy too he what is yeah it's just he's Says, so he, he goes abracadabra i'm up like viagra and he's very direct i just do this shit for my click like adam sandler like come on adam sandler reference like that's fucking hilarious adam i got sandler. game like Stuart scott Fresh out the ESPN lot. He even said, uh, he Bro. even referenced Magic. Magic? He referenced uh, Jay-Z in his last song, uh, reference. Who did he reference? Uh, Lodge One. Yeah. Basketball players. It's just so funny that, you know what I mean? 10 to 10 songs, bro. 10 to 10 songs. All so, right, man. Are we tied up, man? We're tied up right now, and then we got my last one. Okay. Do I have a last one? That was your last one. You were the first one, man. Oh, that's right. Fuck, why do I no keep trying extras. to fucking? Why do I keep trying to do that to you, bro? Cause you want me to lose. You like that? I have one more song. I, I felt like that song was the banger. We ended out on the night, but we still got one more. So, drums and maestro, please. Take the bass line out. Uh huh. Some of the hottest cars New Yorkers ever seen. For dropping some of the hottest verses rappers ever heard. From the dope spot with the smoke block, clinging the murder scene. You know me well from nightmares of a lonely cell. My only hell was since when y'all niggas know me to fail. Fuck nah, we all my niggas with the rubber grips. Or shots. And if you with me, mama, rubbing your tits and whatnot. I'm from the school of the hard knocks. We must not let outsiders violate our blocks. And my plot, let's stick up the world and split it 50-50. Uh-huh. Let's take the dough and stay real jiggy. Uh-huh. Let's sip the Chris and get pissy pissy. Flow infinitely like the memory of my nigga Biggie. Baby. Baby. You know it's hell when, when I, I come, come through. The life and times of Sean Carter, nigga, volume two. Y'all niggas get ready. That second verse goes crazy. Hard Knock Life. I feel like this is not the hardest or outro, but it's like a a classic. No, yeah, definitely a classic. He came heavy on that second verse. Dude, and first the, verse was kind of light, but it was okay. You know what I mean? He was he was speaking the truth. Yeah, he was rapping. But you know what's crazy? What the third verse is the best one. <laughs> 
stay on my toes. Got a lot of beef, so logically, I pray on my foes. Hustlers still inside of me. But as far as progress, you be hard pressed to find another rapper hot as me. I gave you prophecy on my first joint, and you all lamed out. Didn't really appreciate it till the second one came out. So I stretched the game out, extra name out, put Jigger on top, and drop albums non stop. It's the hard knock life for us. Yeah, man, that's a classic, and you gotta appreciate Jigga, man. Dude, that third verse—he's just like evolved. He didn't even have to do that. He didn't have to do that. But honestly, him doing that. Ooh, what are you gonna rate it, man? I don't know. This song's this song's a fucking it's a heavyweight fucking Clash of the Titans, man. Makes a a cool little fact about this song too. It was uh, sampled by uh, the late great Nip Hustle on uh, Hustle and Motivate. Oh, yes, it was. I know you recognize that. But yeah, man. I'd have to give this a 10. Ooh. If it wasn't for the third verse, I'd give it like a 9. But the third verse... I was going to give it a a 9.5 with that second verse. But it's a 10. Ten in my book too, dude. And it looks like we tied today. Lil Wayne and Jay Z, you both get your no, flowers. No. I think fucking no. Jay Z won. No. You got two tens. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, fuck. I got an eight, a nine, and a ten. Oh fuck, I beat you. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a tie. I, I was I was hoping it was the Chargers and Raiders. He was gonna but take a knee. <laughs> fucking everybody who bet against the Steelers. But yeah, man. So Jay Z, you got the dub today. Lil Wayne, you're still the great. But today we're gonna play a song with both of them. Wheezy and Mr. Carter himself. Yeah, to you forever, from me to you. I heard somebody say, Judge, I'ma need a suit, I'ma need a coop, I won't need a roof. Fly it and beat her. Juice, beat her, juice, beat her, juice. I got the flow, I'm trying to see the roof. Didn't wear bulletproof, so I got shot and you can see the proof. Blind eyes can look at me and see the truth. One deal Stevie do, but I'm believing to God, not be beneath the you. Cause I'm a murder, why I kill Owen, even you. Man, I got summer hating on me, cause I'm hotter than the sun. Got spring hating on me, cause I ain't never sprung. Winter hating on me, cause I'm colder than y'all. And I would never, I would never, I would never fall. I'm being hated by the season, so fuck you, hating for no reason. Around the world and I'm back again. Who's been asking about me? In case you wonder what really I am him. Around the world and I'm back again. Who's been asking about me? In case you wonder what really Yeah, I've been in and out the bank, bitch. While y'all asshole niggas been on the same shit. I flush him. Watch him go down the drain quick. Two words you never hear. Wayne quit. quit. Cause Wayne win and they lose. I call them April babies. Cause they fool. I'm an April baby, man. Come on, Weezy. Yeah, bro, me too. Fuck, fuck you. Damn. Around the world now back again. Who's been asking about me? 
around the world, now I'm back again. Who's been asking about me? In case you're wondering, yeah. I'm right chair in my chair with my crown and my dear. Queen B as I share my time with my ear. Young Carter, go farther, go further, go harder. Is that not why we came? And if not, then why bother? Show no mercy in Marcy, your lagers. I'm far from being the bastard that Marcy had fathered. Now my name's being mentioned with the martyrs, the biggies and the pox and the mollies and the marcuses. Garvey got me a Molotov cocktail. Flow even if you box well, can't stop the blow. Kaboom, the rock boy in the room. The dope boy just came off the spoon. Also, I'm so fly, I'm on auto. Pilot, what guys just stare at my wardrobe. I see your rolls, that's right. I took so much change from this rap game, it's your goal. It's my goal. Yeah. And I'm a go so opposite of soft off the Richter. Bro, he just goes in and in and in. Bro. Average above status quo flow so pro. I know I ride slow. And when I pass, they say, what up, killer man? Stop bringing up my past. And next time you mention Pac, Biggie, or Jay-Z, don't forget Weezy, baby. Damn, that, that, was that shit talk. was fucking hard, bro. That was like a 12. That song was like a, a hundred. Yeah, that was. They went in. <laughs> Fuck yeah! But thanks for everyone for joining the verses, man. Yeah, this no, is our first it. one we ever host, and to have Lil Wayne and JC in the same space with us is fucking unbelievable. Just gotta tap into that frequency, baby. That's all. Yep. And I swear to everything when I leave the safe, it's gonna be on both feet. Never knees in the dirt. So we transition to the next uh to the next uh topic, obviously. It's gonna be story time. You know what time it is. It's story time, man. Story say time. Hey homie, hey, put that shit down, eh? It's story time, eh? Put that shit down, fool. Hey, hey put your modelo fucking away, bro. Nah, story nah, sip time. sip on that shit, fool, while you listen to this story. Hey, put your phone away though, bro. The brightness, man. It's dark, man. We got a little chill vibe over here. But I want you guys to take a deep breath for story time. <sighs> One more. Let's go. That's right, everybody. Story time. And we got the story of the gallos down in Michoacan. I gotta tell you, man, it was a it was a sight to see. It wasn't a sight for sore eyes, or I don't know how that fucking saying goes. I fuck them all up, to be completely honest with you. But yeah, we're gonna dive into this real quick. We're gonna break it down. I talked about it last week, but I didn't want to dive too much into it because I knew PZ would be upset because I, he wanted to hear about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I would have been pissed off if you would have told that story without me being here. Cause you you were talking about it before. But you didn't tell me everything. You're like, oh, we'll wait for the podcast. Yeah, and I was that. like, fuck yeah, we'll wait then. And then I got a, I got like an itchy trigger finger and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to record. And I was like, oh, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. But I tried the hardest not to talk about it. But we'll break it down real quick for you, man. So are you guys on the last episode, if you guys haven't heard the last episode, it's Solo Dolo. I believe it was 17 that came out. Go check it out. 
listen to that, and then tap in right here at this point, and then we'll talk about it. So I'm getting to the gallos, right? Yep. And I, I described everybody was fucking drunk. Everybody was smoking cigarettes on dope. On, on a coke, sick one. On, a, on this fool's on a sick one. Dude fucking charged us fucking 100 pesos to get in. Everybody else was playing 50, I'm sure. But, you know, I stick out like a sort of not, not really that day. You couldn't really, you know what I mean? Honestly, it was hell dark anyway. So it was like 100 pesos to get in. Boom, we walk in. Boom. Anyway, there's like a ring. It's a ring. It's a makeshift ring. Men are surrounded by it. Testosterone's in the air, bro. There's just mat machismo everywhere. Hi, wait, no mamas. Everywhere, dude. And then all you're all you're seeing is like I've never been a part of this, so I was trying to figure out what was going on. Everybody was yelling, you know. What were you hearing? Just fucking everybody betting. So there was like doscientos rojo, doscientos verde. 500 rojo, you know, 500 verde. And those were the colors of the... the... The roosters, what they did was they put like a little tape around the rooster's leg and it was green or red. Mm. So you tell you what to bet. They also tie a little blade to their claws as well. Their little fucking, you know, their feet. So when they're fucking kicking, because what they'll do is they'll fly up in the air and they'll bring their feet forward and they'll kick. They'll catch them with a razor unknowingly. You know, they're not, they don't know what they're doing, right? They just think they're fighting. Fuck no, you're cutting somebody. But it's not as gruesome as you think, honestly. There's not a lot of blood. They just get, when they do get cut, you can't even tell. It's just because their feathers will get darker. But though you can tell when they're getting tired. So when one's like fucking, rah, 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 you know, fucking one up, the other one. And they don't stop. They don't ever stop. <clears throat> yeah, they do. So there's rounds. There's like five rounds. So they go for a minute straight and. After, like, the third round, right? Because they'll start fucking, you know. They're already hit. all fucked up. Yeah, huh? no, so if it's the second or third round or whenever they get fucked up, they'll give them 15-second intervals between each break. They'll spray fucking, they'll get soda and they'll spray it in their faces. And it's like the sh- sugar rush, like, you know what I mean? And they'll fucking. What the fuck? They're just fucking crazy, bro. And they'll pull their fucking little red thing right here. And Wake like, up, motherfucker. You yeah, gotta go get in. Them, they'll get them pissed off again. Like, especially if they're losing, they'll try every tactic, you know, to try to get that rooster mad but sometimes they don't got it in them you know what i mean sometimes there's two roosters and they'll just sit there so if they don't want to fight anymore they'll just sit there and if they don't fight the 15 seconds is up boom five rounds right so if those 15 set all those five rounds they just sit nobody wins everybody keeps their money and that happened that happened yeah but there was also a time where this fucking bird like when the first round first like 10 seconds flew boom boom was fucking this bird up the other bird was like giving it a good little shot and then the, the other bird hit it like three times and it kind of started to wobble. And then the other bird just like chased it and boom, hit him one time, twice, twi- hit him two more times. Done. Just fell to the floor. Dead. Damn. It's crazy, dude. It's fucking nuts. And I, I betted. I had to, you know, I went in Did row. you win? No, I lost 300 pesos, man. Fuck. It's all right, though. No biggie. It was just the God saying, hey, you shouldn't be there. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was crazy. That's, that's probably a crazy as experience. Bro, especially being, all right, so I don't speak Spanish the greatest, you know, I, but I can understand it. Yeah. When I'm people like are talking too. and I can understand, you know, like not when they're drunk and speaking hella fast and slurring their words as it is. So it was just, it just imagine me coming from Sacramento, you know, never being in a gallo fight. You know, I do go to Mexico, but like I've never seen it, not know what to experience, something you only hear about, you know, and then yeah. going and seeing it. And it's actually really fun. 
It's really fun. That just seems like a fucking. It's fun going to UFC fight or some shit. It's kind of. I don't think I would go. Maybe I would go again if I'm there. You know, when in Rome, if it's going on, why not? But after that, man, after that's what got wild in Mexico for fun. me. We were uh, we were pounding beers right there with uh, one of my girl's cousins because mm-hmm. he had some fucking um, guy was fighting. Bet on his rooster. I lost. But he was a cool dude, man, a cool cat. I was with her brother and her other cousin, and that her other cousin was there fighting the thing, right? So it was us three, the cousin, the brother, and me, right? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the other cousin had the gallos, and his friends were there. And we were right there chilling, and they were just, like, in their whole little gallo den. And they had, like, hundreds, not like hundreds of them, bro. Not hundreds, but, like, you know, 20 probably. Gallos? Yeah, ready to fight. And uh, it's kind of getting dark already, and we just keep drinking beers. And every time I finish a beer, he's like, otra? Well, when you finish this one, you know what I mean? And everybody's drinking, but everybody's drinking at a not the same pace. So I'll finish a beer. I'll get another one. They'll finish a beer. And, like, her cousin will keep doing that. Like, if you finish a beer, he'll be like, oh, well, just wait till he finishes his and have another one while we wait. So it's always, like, someone finishing their beer. So Uh he'll just keep giving us beer. So I pounded, like, eight beers in, like, 30 minutes. Fuck. Yeah. And after, I was cool, though. You know what I mean? Mm. I was cool. But, like, instantly, bro, something happened. And the cousin, we had to leave. We had to go pick up. Uh, we had to go check on his parents. Mm. A little fender bender action. He got the call. Literally dropped everything he was doing. He was like, hey, other cousin, let's roll. So me and her brother, let's roll, too. So we all were rolling. We're in the truck. And he's stressed out, bro. He's stressed out. He's worried about his parents. Doesn't know what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. trying to get the info, trying to get the details. So we're driving around, driving around, driving around. We kind of come into a dead end. Parked directly, like, with our lights in front of a house. I don't know where we're at. We're, like, I don't know where we're at. We're in, like, literally the mountains of Michoacan. How was your mind state right there? Uh, I was trying to be cool. I was buzzed. <laughs> were you, like, confused or you're, like, tripping, too? Like I was tripping. I knew on. what was going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they got in an accident. Like they relayed the messages we went but just how everything transpired so fast it was like damn what the hell like i'm out here you know so after that um after he part we parked and the lights were on and me and the brother were in the back and we were just like what's where are we at like what's going to happen like we didn't really know what's know? next yeah so the cousin comes back in he's calmed down he's like oh no all right the cops are there they drove back home he's already safe this that, and the other right so then we drive to another little neighboring town because the cousin wants some new mix. And it's like the Jimador drink right there. Mm-hmm. So we go to this other little town to get them because the only spot open still. Those are bomb, by the way, if you haven't tried them. So I smacked one of those. And everybody had one of those on the way to drop off the cousin because he didn't want to dip. Right. So we drop him off back at the Gallos and we're there drinking. And then me and uh, the brother, we're already pretty faded, bro. We're like, you know, let's get some tacos. The other cousin that we're with takes us to a bar that's like literally inside a house. But the way they set it up, bro, cherry, like the gates right here. Mm -hmm. It's like right in the front and you kind of have to open the door and it's like a big ass garage, like a walk in big ass garage lights in the corner is the bar, a little bathroom right there. Pretty fucking shot. And it was just us three and then three other people at the bar, like one girl and like three guys or two guys and then the bartender and then like his wife or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get there. We start with a shot. 
and a beer. Fuck. And we still have the new mix. So we finish our new mix. We finish that. Boom, the beer. And then we order another round of, uh, of cantaritos. So it's like pretty much tequila mixed with you hear a little squeak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had we we had like five drinks there, and then her brother's like, "Oh, let's get some shooters." And I'm like, "What's that?" Like, I'm cool, bro. I don't need another drink. And he's like, "No." Nah. I'm like, "I'm full." And he's like, "Oh, no, no, it's a shooter. It's just the the alcohol and like cranberry juice." And I was like, "All right, what are you gonna get?" And he's like, "Vodka." And I was like, "Oh man, if I if you guys ever ever heard a story of me talking about vodka on this podcast, it's never been good." So we take the shooter. The guy walks over with three cups full of cranberry and vodka. It's like half and half, I think. Yeah, but a shooter's supposed to be just like a shooter, like just a little bit of the juice and a little bit and like a shot. So they brought us a whole ass drink. We finished it. Yeah, you were fucking. Bro, that whole time my girl was blowing up my phone. She was like, get home. Like, just get home. Because she was so worried. Like, what if something happened to me? Yeah. You know, like just in Mexico. You know, randomly. No, everybody knows I ain't from there. But, like, just her being worried. I was just fucking faded, having a good time. We were singing karaoke right there. Bonded with her family. It was a good time, bro. It was mm-hmm. a real good time, man. Got to the fucking... Got back to the crib. People were still up. Talked to her dad and mom real quick. I was faded, bro. And then I I talked my girl's ear off for, like, an hour yelling at her, Like, yelling. Like, just telling her about what happened. Everything? Just your all story? Dr- all drug. And she was all fucking tired trying to go to bed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Try to I sleep. Woke up with the worst cruda, bro, the day of the boda. And it was, uh, yeah, it was it was rough. It was a rough start until we finally went to the wedding. I got a little panecito right there from the tienda. Went to the wedding. And then we went to go, like, in the, like an hour, two hours later, they had the food. And they had the carnitas. Carnitas brought me back to life, revived me. One of the best meals I've had. Shout out to the Carnitas. Shout out to the Carnitas. Shout out just the family having me out there too and putting me up, man. Shout out to Familia. For real. That's dope. That's a that's that's pretty dope, bro. Not everyone gets to experience something like that. And we were in the rancho, man. Like no it's kinda like that when we go back to Jalisco, but it's you know, it's tractors driving your tractor to work in the morning. So real trenches. <laughs> yeah, it's the trenches, bro. It's it's the real deal, holy feel. That's tight though. It's like a beauty of all that. Yeah, and you know, we get the luxury to go, you know, relax over there. So luxury? <laughs> luxury. Said, I said luxury. You said luxury. Lu- I meant luxury. So uh, yeah, we ha- we get the we're blessed with the opportunity to go, you know, relax out there. That's tight, bro. Thank you for this uh, amazing story. It was pretty tight. Took me like I didn't know what was gonna happen next, honestly. Yeah. I thought something crazy was going to happen, like, on the drive back for some reason, but... So, like, all that happened, and just... If everybody's like, oh, that was a fast story. Those moments where we were waiting and we were drinking, those hours went by, so, like... It was, like, flashes. Yeah, it was, like, literally flashes. Like, we were driving around in that car, or that truck, for probably, like, 30 to 45 minutes, almost an hour, you know? Like, just mobbing. At the Gallos for like half the day, the sun went down. It was crazy. It was it was like a, throughout the whole end of the evening. We came back at four thirty um, from getting mariscos and shit, and uh, right after that we went out. What an impression, huh, on her family? Just go watch the Gallos real quick. <laughs> they took you, man. Well, it was only the cousin. The whole family was right there. Like her whole family was just chilling. 
at the house. Yeah, pretty much. Our cousins. Well, shit. I mean, someone took you, you know, someone from the family wanted to show you. Yeah, no, nah, it was dope, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out, K. Shout out, K. Yeah, rest in peace to any guy that passed away that day. Yeah. Again, I don't, we don't condone any animal cruelty here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast, FC Radio, Full Circle Co., but when in Rome, you know, do as the Romans. Or so they say. Or so they say. I want to thank everyone for making it to this episode, man. We're at a hour and four minute mark. And if you know, you're still here, we appreciate you. You're a real one. Real one. Everybody, have a great rest of your week. Have a great start to your day. Wherever you're listening to this, just be grateful for what you have. And, you know, just remind yourself and ground yourself and just, you know, speak that truth. Spread the peace and the love. All right, guys. We're out of here.